I'm Damian Bolwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, more than a half century has now passed since the serial killer known as the Zodiac murdered at least five people in the Bay Area while sending taunting letters and intricate ciphers to the Chronicle. But all these years later, with the case unsolved, the newspaper still gets a stream of tips that seek to finger a killer or make sense of one of these cryptograms. This year alone, I've received dozens of tips myself, and I don't even cover the case. So imagine the situation for our longtime staff writer, Kevin Fagan. He's our resident serial killer expert. If you haven't heard it already, you need to check out the eight-episode podcast he did called The Doodler, about a string of killings that struck the San Francisco gay community in the 1970s. The suspect in that case is also still at large. For Kevin, tips on the Zodiac come in still almost every day. Many people even offer up the name of a suspect, quite often a family member of theirs. The most recent tip that made a splash came from a French engineer who says he's solved the last two uncracked ciphers, known as Z32 and Z13. Everybody immediately got worked up about it, and then just as quickly, the fever faded. So, how do we make sense of a case that has spawned a whole community of online sleuths? Kevin Fagan is here to walk us through it. It's Kevin's first time back on Fifth and Mission since the release of The Doodler, which you can find at sfchronicle.com doodler or on your favorite podcast app. Kevin, how are you? Hey, doing fine. Thanks for having me, Damien. So, Kevin, how many Zodiac tips have you gotten today? Any? <laughs> today, I got one. Uh, <laughs> is, is that right? Yeah, just one. All right, we're talking on Wednesday. Kevin, thanks for coming on. Once again, people are talking about who the Zodiac is, even though it's been more than 50 years. Yeah. Tell us about these tips you receive. How do you get them? How do you decide whether to look at them, what to do with them? Well, it's interesting because they, they date back Essentially, before the internet was the internet as we know it, for me, I mean, I've been doing it 25 years. I, I got into it when people started sending me stuff saying the Unabomber was the Zodiac, and I was deep in covering the Unabomber. This was 1996, I believe it was. And uh, Is the Unabomber the Zodiac? Uh, he is not, I am happy to say. <laughs> that is one okay, tip that is right. verifiable. But that didn't stop people from sending me hand-stitched books and emails and letters and and the editors of the time said, well, no one's been doing the Zodiac for a long time. I guess you're it. So I became the repository for this. And I'll tell you, I have a giant drawer. Well, I did have a drawer before we closed the newsroom for rehab. Uh, it's in boxes now of thousands of tips on the Zodiac. People from, I got one guy who put together a really beautiful book from uh, Scotland uh, saying it was a guy in Aberdeen. I uh, got one saying it was a guy in Munich, <laughs> Germany, and uh, it was Charlie Manson. It's a serial killer in Montana. No, it's a guy in Nevada. No, it's my father. No, it's my uncle. I mean, it just goes all over the map, all over the map. And so what do you do with these tips? Well, it's it, it it's it's actually kind of tough. I mean, even though I've been doing it so long, yet you have to look at each one and uh, you know, most of these guys are very sincere and very earnest. They've done a lot of work. They, they, you know, they're most of them are not professional sleuths by any chance. Although there are some ex cops that get into it, uh, and they they're they're serious about wanting to solve this case. Uh, for some reason, the world is always interested in true crime. Um, you and I have been covering crime so long; it's you know, it's 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 not entertainment by any means, but. 
It borders on entertainment for a lot of people. And something like the Zodiac is so spooky. It's got the ciphers and the weird hood that the guy wore and he stabbed and he shot and it's unsolved and uh, the spooky ciphers that he sent in. It just fascinates people. So they dig in and they figure they can solve this thing. And I'll tell you, most of them are just dead sure that they've got this thing nailed. The ciphers are, say this, and you can name a thousand names that they put out there. Uh, I'm still getting stuff. Two of the ciphers have been solved. One back in 1969 when it first came in. And uh, the other just in December by, you know, a guy, David Aranchek, and a, and a crew that he put together internationally, which was really good work involving computer work and code cracking techniques. Um, but that doesn't stop people from still sending in endless emails, snail mail, phone calls, texts, if they you know, get a phone number to do that in and it's saying, oh no, those guys are wrong. I can't believe that anyone bought that. It's, it's just crap. My solution is the one and it names, you know, Joe, Joni, some, sometimes it's pretty rare, but sometimes they'll say it was a woman who did the killings, which seems pretty unlikely since the witnesses all saw a guy. Uh, all right. But, so you do, do you ever run the tips by law enforcement? Do you ever noodle around and see if the person might be a possibility? I do. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do some research on it. Uh, and I'll tell you, some of these these guys put together amazing amounts of uh, detail and arcania and trivia. Uh, there's there's one guy, Mike Radelli, back in New Jersey, who's been talking to me for years, wrote a 400 some odd page book recently called In the Shadow of Mount Diablo that makes the case that it's a, you know, it's a now dead businessman in San Francisco. Really great research, you know, puts together stuff. But the trouble with a lot of these theories and trying to make sense of them is they they stitch things together. You know, that you look in the code and three of the characters are in a diagonal and that must mean that uh, the word, the, the letter D is uh, key to the word. And so if you look at the rest of the ciphers and you make a D uh, shape, it'll turn into being Damien or, you know, it's, it's, it's really, people really use in their minds. <laughs> it's, uh, and, and, and trying to make sense of that is very tough. So sometimes I do call the sources that I have in law enforcement, which, uh, which is, which is always tough because there are four agencies involved in this thing. Uh, you got the FBI, the cops in Napa County, Vallejo, and San Francisco, and not all of them are under orders not to talk about this anymore. Years ago, sure, they'd talk, uh, and they'd give you, you know, tell you what's new, but things have tightened up in law enforcement the last 10 years in particular. So they don't say boo, uh, at least publicly. So it's very tough. And I always get these tipsters that, that say, hey, can you check with your sources in the police department to see if my theory holds up. And, you know, you, you can't discount any of them because as you and I know from all these years of covering stuff, you never know which was going to, which is going to be the right one. Any one of them could yeah. be right. Now, Kevin, my memory is fading a little bit, but as a young reporter, I have this memory of you sending me out in my car to knock on a door based on a recent tip that you'd gotten. Yeah, it was, that was actually an interesting thing. There was a guy named Lyndon Lafferty. He was a CHP officer who actually had a shred of the Zodiac case back then in the day. He had retired. He put together a crew of retired law enforcement guys from uh, the feds and local agencies. And he had determined this one guy was the Zodiac. And he lived in Vacaville, I believe it was. And 
uh, I wrote him up. I wrote a story, and he wouldn't name the guy because we don't, you know, we have a practice of not naming suspects that aren't suspects, uh, and he adhered to that too. This guy never got, you know, even questioned by the police. Uh, but when he died, you know, I was in San Francisco. You were, I think, you were over in Oakland. So off you ran and and <laughs> banged on this poor guy's door. Um, you know, I, 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 yeah, I recall. I think he was deceased, and I talked to a few neighbors, and they had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, and you never know. Maybe that was the guy. Who knows? It's uh, the, the the big thing in this case is, as with most things these days, is is DNA. If they can ever advance the technology enough to to make any kind of grab out of the stamps on the letters or the car door where the blood was smeared and that kind of stuff, uh, they could you know, match it to some of these suspects. And maybe the guy in Vacaville, they'd go, you know, find one of his old toothbrushes or something and and come up with it. But it's, you know, it's it, it's just this swirling sea of theories and, and ideas that are kind of unprovable, m- mostly, except for a couple of these ciphers. The guy who came up with the cipher in December, that was pretty good. All right, I want to ask you more about that after the break. My guest today is Kevin Fagan. We're talking about the Zodiac Killer. You can read Kevin's story about the latest cipher at sfchronicle.com. Kevin is also the reporter and narrator for a podcast called The Doodler. It's an eight-part series about a killer who terrorized the San Francisco gay community in the 1970s and was never caught. Police believe they know who the killer is, and he's still alive. You can find The Doodler at sfchronicle.com doodler or on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support this show and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa, joined by Kevin Fagan, the Chronicle staff reporter and resident Zodiac expert, who I've said gets tips almost every day, still 50 years later, if you can believe it. Kevin, what was this recent case that got everyone worked up? Another claim of a cipher being decoded. Well, it was a guy in France, of all places, who uh, decided to take a crack at it. And he uh, he spent two weeks uh, looking at the the, uh, the 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 two remaining ciphers. There were four in, in in total. Two of them have been solved, and there are two left. So it's a guy named uh, Zarawi, uh, and he um, he said he solved them. Uh, and that the name of the Zodiac was uh, a, a fellow named Kay, who'd been looked at by amateur sleuths before. Uh, the trouble is that the letters didn't all match up, which often happens in these cipher solutions. They say, well, it's everything, it's almost there, but that's really what the guy meant, and he wasn't a very good code guy, so that's the solution. And doing it in two weeks after the FBI and everyone else in the world who looks at this had been at it for 51-odd years didn't kind of add up. So I called my sources in law enforcement. And they said, well, we don't really think the guy nailed it. Uh, but you know, they aren't coming, commenting officially on confirming or denying, which kind of tells you they're denying. Anyway, Zarawi emailed me back in February. There was a, a French paper that wrote up his theory back in February. And uh, he was very polite, you know, obviously very intelligent. He's an engineer. And he said he's believe he nailed the, nailed the solution and he hopes law enforcement pays attention. Well, law enforcement did pay attention. 
And then they didn't. But who did pay attention was the New York Times. Uh, they have a reporter, evidently in France, who you know took a look at this thing and, and wrote it up. Well, when it runs in the New York Times, people pay some pretty good attention. So it created a stir for a couple of days until uh, people kind of figured out it didn't have any more legs and then it died. Uh, the, the forums, uh, Zodiac forums, which are numerous and, you know, they're, they're really busy and they're really, you know, people go at each other all the time on the, on the Zodiac forums. They went at this guy like a pack of dogs and some of them scrubbed him off the forums, said, ah, we don't believe you get out. Uh, they all debated it. Generally, the, the opinion was that it, it didn't hold up. So he essentially got chased out of the Zodiac town, uh, so to speak. Uh, but I, I emailed him this week and said, well, what kind of reaction have you gotten yourself? And he said, uh, you know, essentially he's, he understands the forums, uh, don't like his theory, but you know, what kind of experts are they? And he's got a point. He's, you know, everyone's taking their cut at it. Uh, and trying to solve it and taking a cut at each other. Uh, and he was he was very nice, said, I still hope the police take a look at this. Uh, and that was the end of it. Um, and I love how he was just in the, your stack oh, of tips, Oh, he was. Though, yeah, he came in. I've had about 400 tips just this year, so in the last seven months. And this this one came in. I sniffed around a little. Uh, because it was from France and he was, you know, he seemed like a lot of these guys seemed like he had his head screwed on straight, um, and nothing rang. So I just left it in the giant pile of tips. You can't check them all out. I'd be doing (laughs) overtime every day, which I don't think you and my other bosses would really appreciate if I was checking all these out. Now, Kevin, you've heard a lot of names. A lot of tipsters have names that they give you, but there is a leading suspect, right? Yeah, there was a guy named Arthur Lee Allen. He was a child molester convicted, uh, and he died in the 90s. Uh, the, the the cops, the San Francisco cops in particular, in Vallejo too, took a good look at him. A lot of things seemed to match up. Uh, uh, our guy, Robert Graysmith, who was our um, cartoonist and then became the leading Zodiac sleuth on this, wrote great books on it that uh, that got turned into the movie called Zodiac, which was, you know, a big hit, still is in the Zodiac world. I'm not the Zodiac. And if I was, I certainly wouldn't tell you. He he concluded that Arthur Lee Allen was the guy. Uh, But the fact that he died in 1992 without ever being, uh, you know, arrested or, uh, you know, certainly convicted, left it open. So uh, the circumstantial stuff they had, like he had boots that supposedly matched up. He had a spooky watch. His his timeline matched up. Uh, you know, that's all well and good. But, boy, you look at the Zodiac forums and you talk to some of these amateur sleuths and they tear that case apart like uh, like confetti. Kevin, I got to ask you, what do you make of so many people thinking that their father was the Zodiac? Oh, that's really distressing. I, I think it's – I think a lot of people have father issues, you know, control – uh, and and there's heaps of people that have fathers uh, that look like the Zodiac sketch. You know, guys from the 50s and 60s with horn-rimmed glasses and a flat top. That's you know, probably half the white guys in the country at the time. Um, it's it's really, yeah, that that's distressing. There have been books written. Uh, there, there's one guy in L.A. who says that his dad was not only the Zodiac, but the Black Dahlia killer. Uh, and there's there's one guy uh, from the Midwest who uh, says that his 
his dad was the Zodiac. And then I talked to the guy's uh, mother who said, no way. Uh, and, but he had a whole, he did a whole book. He, there was a, uh, a TV series based on the book that actually in the end pretty much debunked the book. But um, it's, it's, that one's bewildering to me. I, I, you know, I feel bad for the people and I feel bad for the dads if they weren't the Zodiac, which I guess all of them but one would not be. Uh, but it's, you're right. It's, that's one of the most popular theories out there. But it's a bit of a hobby that seems to fill some void for people that seems to either bring them some satisfaction or, or, or perhaps uh, allows them to resolve some issues they have. Yeah, people just really, yeah, I think it's cathartic maybe for, you might have a point to, to try to solve a crime. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I read the Dick Tracy uh, comic strip and the Hardy Boys novels, and I made my own little detective agency when I was 10. Uh, I think that has always been around. Uh, you know, we did this Doodler serial killer series recently, and oh my God, the, the response we got was huge. People, people just seem to really enjoy a murder mystery. But the thing to remember, which I always say is, yeah, it's a murder mystery and it's interesting. And, but there are real victims involved. People really got shot and stabbed and killed and, and wounded in this thing. You know, they don't, you don't take it lightly. You got to remember, you got to put yourself in the shoes of the, of the, the, the people who, who died and their relatives. Uh, it's not entertainment to them. Uh, so taking it lightly, I, I never, I don't, I hate it when people take it lightly. Uh, you know, trying to solve it, okay, but um, uh, you know, treating it like it's it's a sitcom is is not the way to go. And I got to say, most of the tipsters I get uh, don't do that. They're they're pretty serious about trying to to get the bottom of this thing. And on that same note, if it ever was solved conclusively, it would answer a lot of questions. We've seen that in other cases. It can be a pretty big deal. It's not just a curiosity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Golden State Killer is the one that comes to mind most because uh, it was so sweeping. And it was so, uh, it, I mean, it, it, it check, checked off so many boxes, so many questions when, when the thing got solved. Uh, this one, I tell you, man, you could, there's, there's probably a room full of books worth of material that's been compiled on it, going over where the Zodiac might have gone to, what the spooky letters meant. I mean, it was, a, is it, you know, he sent a map to the bomb that supposedly involves Mount Diablo. Uh, he, he made all kinds of clues about paradise, which may be a vacation resort in Greece. Uh, he used the medic or, or military coding techniques. So maybe he was a guy in the army. Oh, maybe it was the air force. It's just, it would be really terrific to know which one of those things is real. I would be fascinated. I, and obviously thousands, if not millions of other people would be too. Wow. And on and on we go. Kevin Fagan, thanks for coming back on. Hey, glad to be here, Damian. Thank you. Thanks to my guest today, Chronicle staff writer Kevin Fagan, who's also the reporter and narrator for a podcast called The Doodler that's available at sfchronicle.com slash doodler or on your favorite podcast app. Thanks also to King Kaufman, who produced this episode, and thank you for listening. <laughs>